Hey y'all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank and I'm joined by Squeaks. <laughs> that was so That's funny. a visual joke once again for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I truly appreciate if you didn't this. Know, I wear my, uh, I'm going to jack those name up, uh, Kriko, uh headband, getting ready for BlizzCon. So I was doing some uh, jujitsu and hand moves. <laughs> so now, everybody, now everybody's in on the joke. Yeah, yeah. For BlizzCon, that's why there's not notes. There's a there's our website. Our website's full of articles. By the way, check out geekfreakspodcast.com or gfpods.com. Blah 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 <laughs> for all the articles <laughs> I write. And uh, we are just so freaking hyped for BlizzCon. Uh, we're getting yeah. ready for all that. I can't wait to meet you guys there. So first, let's go into the geek box. And I pulled this one out, and literally, oh. I mean, like, how perfect is this? Okay. Have you attended a comic convention? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too many of them. I think. But nothing, uh, I mean, it's not a comic convention. I'll just talk about overall conventions because I always find myself at the uh, SAC anime, which I super enjoy. And again, yeah. I'll be able to miss the January one, uh, unfortunately, because there's a couple of charts I need. Um, and man, just like right out of the gate, they're just hit with, uh, with heavy hitters. Once again, yeah. Chris Sabat will be there. And that's the one signature I need for my Vegeta side and my two, po- two pack Funko Pop because I got Goku. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's killing me. Uh, but awesome fact that um i don't know if you know too much of uh, naruto but naruto sasuke the voice actor is going to be there which is actually the same voice actor as peter parker in the spider-man series for the playstation and uh oh okay having, i know that's who i know yeah i don't okay. know him as the, so yeah. having to like uh, uh having known that now it, you, the Sasuke voice really comes out when he's black suit Spider-Man. So if you go back, just go on YouTube or something like that, listen to Sasuke's yeah. voice or whatever. And then now it's like, okay, like I legit feel like I'm, I'm seeing Spider-Man, but I'm listening to Naruto right now. And he's married. I don't know if you know this or not. I'm sure you do. He's actually married to the Yuri actor too. They're actually oh. husband and wife. Yeah. So oh. any scene where it's like him and Yuri going back and forth, I'm like, <laughs> oh, dang. Okay. I'll have to look that yeah. up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's dope, man. Oh, I gotta now. I really. I, why did they do a convention like January third? That's such a tough time to be able to get out to a convention. Uh, my man, opinion. yeah, especially just working on. And, and that too, I have birthdays, so it's my birthday and both my daughter's birthdays. And yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> maybe like I just don't show up for this birthday. You know, <laughs> I mean, they have others. Yeah, that's yeah. The whole point. They keep happening. Exactly. Exactly. So, Frank, have you ever been to one? You know, I have. I've been to a few of them, but I, my two favorites, I mean, like, again, I'll go with non-comic book, of course, BlizzCon's number yeah, one. Of course. Uh, my number two, because it was my first convention, is a Star Trek convention. Because, okay. man, okay. it's a favorite pitch in that room. People mm-hmm. are just so... And you literally get to meet people that you freaking love on TV. Yeah. And, you know, meeting meeting Jonathan Frakes was one of the coolest things ever. I've probably talked about it on the podcast four times, but meeting him, and then and it's a whole line of next generation actors and saying, I loved you in Gargoyles as Xanatos. And mm. then all the generation mm. actors are like, oh my God, I love Zar- uh, uh, Gargoyles, blah, 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 blah. Cause they were all on Gargoyles as well. And it was like, yes, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's such a cool yeah. thing. What's the feel when you like uh, meet your first, I guess you could say famous person, right? Like when you're standing in line, right? And it depends like, on the famous person, right? Cause when I met Will Shatner, I was, um, I don't know if I was disappointed, but yeah, he's an old man. Like he's yeah. he's he's kind of a pain in the butt, you know, as expected. So it wore it wore me out a little bit on him. But mm-hmm. then when I I met uh, I can't remember her name for the life of me, and I feel bad about that. But she's the wife of Worf in Star Trek. But she's also 
okay. the mom of Marshall from How I Met Your Mother, which is how I remember her. And um, when I met her and I had her sign actually How I Met Your Mother merch, she was delightful and just yeah, such a nice yeah. person and stuff like that. That makes it so much better, right? And yeah. then like I was saying with like Jonathan Frakes, super cool. William Shatner, I have this like Pez thing with like all these different actors on it and I wanted each of them to sign their own spot. Mm. And of course, Shatner being Shatter signed hello big on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like you pain in the ass. Obviously I want it all of you guys to sign it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but it's you know, but then you meet data, you meet all these pretty really yeah. cool people and it's just it's just awesome. Just yeah. No, that's is it's awesome. I mean it's an awesome experience. Uh and a nerving nervous heart king at the same time, right? So um and I asked that because I had these feels when I met uh I'm probably bridging his first name wrong, but Cray Payton from Walking Dead Ezekiel. Right. Uh, but in the line I've seen him like oh my god this is freaking crazy right I've spent how many of my years right watching Walking Dead and now I get to right. see you in person but as the line as I'm going through the line he seems to be having these awesome experiences with everyone and I remember when I um, got with him it's like okay I, I'm, you know I'm paying for the picture I'm paying for the autograph whatever that he was just like yeah man take your camera out he was shouting things being funny um, you know he was really animated with that experience and uh, that was pretty awesome I haven't really had anyone like what you're saying, like William Shatner, kind of, kind of whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I also haven't had an awesome experience as meeting uh, Mr. Payton. So usually yep. they just kind of go. I mean, they're long lines, right? So they kind of just have yeah. kind of short sometimes. But yeah, I think Shatner was the only paid autograph I've ever done too. So it was oh, very transactional. Shit. Wow. So, okay. Yeah, because at these conventions, like it is. I mean, it is just bombarded with celebrities that you love. Right, yeah. So a lot of them are free. You just have to wait in line oh, or whatever. And okay. look, like like I was saying with Jonathan Frakes, the whole next gen cast was was free. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shatner, you had to pay eighty bucks to get a signature. It was pretty pricey. See, see, that's what I'm used to. So I'm like, when you say like you didn't have to pay for much except for his, that's wild to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's if you guys honestly, it's, it's ridiculous how accurate it is. But Galaxy Quest nails it 100. percent If you ever want to mm-hmm. know what a Star Trek convention is, it's Galaxy Quest. And in all the right ways, you know. So check that movie out, guys, because that really yeah, nailed it. That's a Tim Allen one, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh man, what a good movie! <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> is. Um, all right, we're gonna talk more about BlizzCon at the end and kind of what we're planning on, what we're expecting, stuff like that. So we'll get more convention talk in at that point. Let's go ahead and get through some of the news. We got some short things here. Um, the Amazon Fallout series is gonna be premiering only in April twelfth, which I think is pretty soon. Again, this is going to be the Fallout series. It's going to be taking place in Los Angeles. And I think Fallout's going to just do really well on TV. I think it's kind of destined for TV, really. What do you think, think about so. that? Yeah, I, I agree. Um, with with this whole single-player storyline and all these uh, communications with the side quests and main quests with characters, I think it really will shine in a, uh, in a TV series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't wait to actually just see, which we kind of got, Got this from a TV series already. I think it was uh, Hello Tomorrow, something like that with Apple. I know I mentioned it before of this whole like futuristic 50s feel, which I freaking love. So it'd be awesome to maybe. Do you think they're going to stretch that for a long period of time? We're going to see like the the salespeople selling you uh, bunkers. And are we going to live that life? And then at the end of the season, we're going to see it implode. Or do you think it really needs to? I don't think they would just because it's not very fallouty, but I do like that idea. It's pretty neat. Because yeah. then I think we, I can see the criticism in that where it's like, well, we didn't really get what Fallout really is. But I mean, how how long is a story? And, and that is a huge, I mean, beginning to a Fallout series. So kind of interested. Yeah, really. Like the games, I'm hoping <clears throat> what I would want is every season is a new city. I think that would be a lot funner. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Let's get new actors, new story, new city. Because that's part of the fun of the video games is like, mm-hmm. oh, Boston, everything's about, you know, Harvard or whatnot. Yeah. And and this is being a Los Angeles, I think there's a lot of things that they could pull from what'll be neat. And I'm already expecting that Hollywood side to be half destroyed. Right. Yeah. Um, so that will be, I think that's gonna be fun. But I don't want them to overstretch it. Like if they're trying mm-hmm. to do The Last of Us, like The Last of Us is really good, but we all know that really you only have like one or two more seasons in that story. So don't ruin it by trying to yeah. make up story that's not going to be good. And I think they confirmed like two more seasons for Last of Us 2, which I can see. I can see because when you got two huge characters that you're playing two different storylines for. Right. Um, okay. But I think like what, what was what was uh, Lord of the Rings? Was it an eight or ten episode series? I mean, you know, obviously this oh, is question. a question I'm asking yeah. right on top of my head. Right? Same production so, studio, though. So it's a really good question, actually. OK, OK. Yeah. So if we're getting let's just say eight right whatever mm-hmm. what are we thinking like three or four episodes going to be kind of like the build up and then destroy it and then see what happens from there because then you have a lot of like waking up in the chamber type deal too so how long is that going to be one episode if they wanted to make it feel like the video games yeah make it to where immediately you wake up in the chamber make you wake up in a bomb shelter alone mm-hmm. you find your way out and through that we're getting context clues of what this world is like mm-hmm. and for those who are non fallout players the idea of like the fifties just kept going is going to be very odd to them. Yeah, and I can't yeah. wait for them to learn about like the aesthetics of those games is where it shines. I think in my mm-hmm. opinion, that idea that like the fifties and nuclear power and all that stuff was super embraced. And we all have uh, like the little uh, gotta get, what, a pet boy or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah. 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 It'd be such a blast. But yeah, I think we're going to launch right into that series and just go right into the post-apocalyptic because that's the part that uh, is so catchy right now in, mm-hmm. in social media and TV. Yeah. Walking Dead and, and The Last of Us. Yeah, it'd be neat to see as a like a straight up like a shocker with the first episode. You know, do the whole yeah. like fifties feel, get that lifestyle, get the uh, some of the little um, what do you call it Easter eggs from the first from all the games of when when cool. you know you're in that first like the robots floating and then talking again talk about the salesperson people and then yeah. just straight up at the end of the episode one just bomb it. You know, that would be smart. Yeah, like you're like oh you yeah. know you you. If you're paying attention, maybe you're noticing that they're talking about it on the news a little bit in the background or like, oh, check out the new Fallout shelters at, you know, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. everything like that. Like they do those cheesy ads all the time in there. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, you're just like, bombs are dropping. Get going. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that would be right. awesome. Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> uh, if it's obviously, like you said, the same production company, right? I think we're going to see yeah. great visuals when it comes to some of these like mutant looking like monster type humans. Um, being mm-hmm. that the orcs look fabulous and I believe in, uh, I think in Lord of the Rings. So crazy enough, I think they actually look a little bit better than the Lord of the Rings movies, which is saying something, especially than Hobbit, I would say. Hobbit for sure. You think it looks, ah, uh, yeah, right. It's new date. Yeah. I mean, the Yurikai are something different. Like the Yurikai are mm, mm-hmm. their choice. But I would say that then, yeah, I think the Ring of Power ones look a little better. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I guess, right. It's modern day, uh, you know, advancements and stuff like that when it comes to these cosmetics. Uh, so it can only get better for the first one. Obviously, it's way better than the Hobbit one. So you know, yeah, everything's better yeah. than the Hobbit ones. Sadly enough, <laughs> yeah. you and me both read that book. And we're like, oh, this is great. What a short story! It's like, oh, we're gonna make three movies out of it. What? Yeah, <laughs> damn. There's not three movies here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, same studio again with the Amazon Prime's production. It's gonna be Good Omens got renewed for season three. They're gonna be changing their uh, series showrunner, but the story, what I like, is gonna be based off of a a planned book that Neil Gaiman never got to. So he's like, Hey, I plan on making a sequel to good omens. I've halfway written it. It's not done. 
I never finished it. And so he's using that to make the script for this. I love how we're actually getting real nice. stories from Neil Gaiman. Because okay. that dude is a boss. Uh, Doctor Who, the 60th anniversary. By the way, have you ever watched Doctor Who? I have not. I tried once. Um, and I got in like maybe two episodes in and then I just stopped. Not saying that it was bad or I didn't like it or anything. Just there's a lot of TV out there right now. So Yeah. It's yeah. daunting looking like how do you what do you jump in at? What do you do? It's yeah, so much. Right? And it's almost it's tempting because like magic always pulls me in to buy cards. They did a Doctor Who expansion yeah. run for magic. I'm like, fuck, man, is this something I need to get into? You know, someone could tell me, I guess. And where to start? Do I need to start all the way at number one or can I start a different season with a different you know, cast or a different Doctor Who. I think is there multiple Doctor Who's or am I wrong? I don't know anything about this. Yeah, there is a ton of them actually. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so they're doing the 60th anniversary and they're bringing back David Tennant, which is a lot of people's favorite Doctor Who. And from what I've been doing my research, he's actually the one you should be jumping in on because he's like so mm. good that people are like, yeah, if you're going to start into it, that they kind of like did a little reboot in that area or whatever. And he's really good at jumping on. Mm. The 60th okay. anniversary is coming November 25th and it's going to be bringing back uh, fan favorite Donna. And in the series, from what I understand, he erased her memories. And suddenly uh, he has his old face back. Of course, he's playing being played by David Tennant in the special. And they have a new Doctor Who coming up very soon. But this is just a sixth anniversary special thing they're doing. And she got her memories back. So all of a sudden he's trying to figure out what's going on and changing the universe and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this is they're doing this huge 14 hour uh, watch party, yeah, hashtag Dr. Donathon. Um, <laughs> again, where do you jump in in this world is my big thing. It's so cool, but it's just so much to get into. Yeah, yeah. Did you play the magic cards that you got? No, so the last uh, expansion I played was, uh, oh my gosh, what's it called? Wilds of Eldering, I think. I could be jacking okay. this up too, uh, which is what I really liked about it was like fairy tale kind of like creatures coming to life. I remember. Oh, I think you were telling me that. Yeah. yeah. One card was a gingerbread man riding a horse. Fucking loved it. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then like shortly after they come out with these expansions, like bang, 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 bang. Like already we got an advertisement for Marvel now coming to magic. Gathering. That's next up. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, shit, I don't even play as much anymore, but I have to buy these Marvel cards. So like, and to see the art on them, because I see the art on Lord of the Rings, they look fabulous. Uh, you know, yeah. like how they did their take on other characters like they don't look exactly like the movies and whatnot so i'm definitely interested in seeing what these marvel ones uh, will be so. so yeah we have the marvel ones we also have fallout magic magic the gathering combos oh, that's too. right the fallout one holy yeah this fucking this do you game. think do you think <laughs> mtg is just doing too much like i think at this point it's you guys are diluting magic the gathering lore because you're bringing I, so much yeah. other things i think magic is doing a little too much uh, because yeah. uh, reading the comics and whatnot, it always traces back to each expansions, which is sweet, but it feels like the expansions of the magic world, like worlds they make right. up. But it's not, it is not long for them. They keep it fresh and then they always do their whole band list and uh, whatever. But they, it's a little so fast that once I learn an expansion and like really build the deck around it and I'm enjoying this one, that it's, you already got word of the next one. You know, mm -hmm. like we know Marvel's coming out and I haven't seen any boxes for Fallout yet. Like I've just seen Doctor Who's everywhere. Uh, so it's like, oh, my goodness. Like, can we slow down and enjoy the game for a little bit? Yeah. But maybe, and then maybe even with like the Lord of the Rings ones, they brought more Lord of the Rings ones out because of the popularity of that one. Yeah. And it's like, hold on, we're on the next chapter now. Like, why? You, it, it's just too much to even yeah. try to keep up with. But maybe that's a us thing, right? Maybe that's just more of the casual player like i would love to talk to somebody at the comic store because I'm, I'm trying to get into this one piece game and i want to actually like go to the comic book store and actually play people and learn but maybe i need to talk to like a 
intense magic player and see like yeah. what what's their thoughts on it. That's what I have to do. Let's come back. And and stuff on social that. media, guys. Yeah, if you actually are yeah. like competitively playing stuff like that, what are you guys doing with all these uh, decks coming up? Because I mean, it just seems like it's it's a deluge of it. I, I couldn't even keep up with it. Physically, physically, I couldn't keep up with it. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on, now. yeah. But I mean, I, if you, if you guys played Magic: The Gathering like us for a long time, you know that in the early days it was real simple. Like, oh, this does five damage. Tap it. Blah 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 blah. Now oh they're yeah. like a paragraph for each card, and they'll have some uh, elaborate tricks that they pull. Yeah. And so if you have Doctor Who versus Aragon, how the hell are you supposed to play that? Yeah. I don't know. And my fear is, and hopefully they don't, is that we're going too far to what Yu-Gi-Oh has turned into be. Yu-Gi-Oh, mm-hmm. which I really enjoy because it's really fast-paced. <clears throat> I'm like, okay, I do this, 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 this triggers all this. When Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. back in the day was like, here's my one card, um, it's in defense or attack your turn kind of thing. Uh, and there's no way it's going back. I mean, obviously, with the success you guys having, there's no way. Even if they even thought about like, hey, maybe we've done too much, you can't. There's too much of a following yeah. here. So hopefully, magic doesn't turn that way. <clears throat> I've used to uh, play often with a coworker with uh, all the card games, really, but magic for sure. And he's now being able to summon all these like one-one pests to where it's like ten on the field. And I'm like, dude, what, cool, the, what the what what the shit, man? What am I supposed yeah. to do? I got one flying creature, bro. <laughs> Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so no it's and it sucks it's a uh, i've mastered uh the kimikawa expansion which is uh my deck is like a lot of shinobis and like jiu-jitsu where you know it's a lot of like disappearing and putting other cards out there so it's like once mm-hmm. i master it you're like damn we're already like five six expansions ago now it's like damn man yeah. i just like i just like didn't put in all this work for it and money so well, yeah. like everything else and something we're about to mention later on, I would totally be on board with uh, an entirely new deck with a different border color that's Magic the Gathering Classic. And okay. just release just release old cards and cards that fit only in with the old cards. Yeah. Like, like basically separate them out to where it's a little bit more, um, I mean, simpler if we want to go with that term. But yeah, yeah something yeah. that's a little bit more straightforward. It's only the Magic the Gathering lore. It only works with Magic the Gathering lore. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be so much better. I think. Yeah, because they still release like Magic twenty two, twenty three, like years, and it's like just the Magic ones itself, right? Um, but I mean, when you're coming out with like Lord of the Rings expansions and Marvel and Doctor Who, you're like, I mean, I kind of want to experience that now. So, yeah, and of course we're we're all trying to play more Lorcana, but it's just oh, man. harder than gold to find. I went to my so they have a drop coming out soon. I went to my comic book store yeah. and they have a case they're trying to put out for Lorcana. Uh, so they'll buy Lorcana cards and they'll put them out there, obviously, to resell. And it's just mm-hmm. so empty. And it's like, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's brand new. It's hard to grab still. And hopefully it won't be next month. I've got I've got a deck purchased through Sammy. So I got to go down oh, nice. to his town and pick it up. But yeah, Sammy got me a deck. Once you pick it up, I'm ready to play, man. Ready to play. Maybe I could grab it before BlizzCon. That way we could play like in the hotel room. That's true. I'm down for it. I'll bring it. Okay. <laughs> gotta go to, now I gotta drive all the way down to Lodi. Maybe I could. Uh, <laughs> I'll talk to Sammy, see if I can get it somehow. Well, if you're gonna be in the area, yeah, let me know. Then I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll Venmo. Yeah. I'll see what I can do. Freaking Venmo makes my life so much easier. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to the next thing here. We have uh, Dario Scardapain. Great name, dude. Uh, is a new showrunner <laughs> for Marvel's Dare, uh, Daredevil reboot. We talked about this in the past, and I can't think of a better candidate for this guy. For the for this role, they lost their showrunner because they're like, oh, you know, this this is looking like trash. We halfway made our stuff. Blah blah blah. Marvel is redoing how they make TV shows. This showrunner, here's the two shows that he made before: Jack Ryan, 
the new Jack Ryan series, solid. I think this is a good mm-hmm. fit. Mm-hmm. Better fit. He's the one that made the Punisher series for Netflix. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I think this means that the new Daredevil series is going to be this darker tone. I, the She-Hulk thing worried me because in She-Hulk, he was a little bit clownish. But I think we're going to get that darker tone. We're going to get that dirty streets of Hell's Kitchen. This is the Daredevil I wanted. And nice. I think Marvel's stepping up to it. Sounds like it. Nice. What, uh, is there any particular Daredevil story that you want to make sure to see on the screen? Uh... Not anyone in particular. There, I mean, there's a lot of like uh, cameos that I would like to see. Mm-hmm. My God, can we actually? I mean, it'll never happen, but I would freaking fantasize about a Spider Man Daredevil team up, right? The, uh, right there. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I'm thinking like, too. Gosh. But um, those two together are so dope. <laughs> so I'm kind of a uh, casual fan of the She Hulk series. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed to it, an, but to it was an extent casual. I just didn't like Daredevil. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, not everyone has to be some fucking comedic idiot, right? So, um, I like how we're actually okay. Let's step back. Let's look at how these uh, what made made these characters popular in the comic book series, right? And then um, yeah, and bring that to life, and not try to switch something to fit whatever thought they're trying to create. I don't know, shit. Yeah. You know, too friendly. Not everything has to be so friendly. You know, I think what would be a really smart move is they're thinking about bringing an X Men pretty soon. This is a good time to introduce a very side X Men, and. It could be, I mean, it could be as minuscule, in my opinion, as, as Jubilee. I know Jubilee's been getting a big rework lately in the comics. Um, personally, I think because he came from the streets, he was with a group of thieves, Gambit. I think Gambit and mm, Daredevil together yeah. is a hell of a duo. Oh, that'd be sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Because Gambit's pretty raw, too, though. So it'd be neat to, oh, man, you think Channing Tatum would actually show up for this? No. And I don't no? want Channing Tatum. Like, if I'm honest with you, no. Like, let's bring mm. him in for Secret Wars so we can see, like, oh, hey, yeah, he's the guy that's, like, casting, did, like, the Flash, yeah. Nicolas Cage thing. Uh, and then let's just kill him off. Okay. I want okay. somebody not too famous. Like, Charlie Cox is Daredevil now, and I can't think of anybody else who played Daredevil. He does such a good job with it. Mm-hmm. He freaking mm-hmm. loves doing it. That's what I want. I don't want a big celebrity playing the role. And then all of a sudden, we have to worry yeah. about them signing up again, like we got with Ed, with Hemsworth and or whatever the hell his name was. True. Um, yeah. Norton, that's what it was. And Hulk. No, I want somebody who's going to be there for the long haul. Yeah, and I guess you don't want to take away from, like, I guess the main focus of the Daredevil series, right? So if you bring yeah. a Channing Tatum in, obviously he's going to get the the press on him, so. Yeah. yeah. And it'd be better, like, in my opinion, that way you're building things up, and then when the X-Men come out, and Gambit's a part of it, because he better be, uh, all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, that's right, he's the one from the Daredevil series, and they're probably mm-hmm. going to bring in, you know, Captain Marvel, or uh, Miss Marvel, whatever, at that time. Yeah. So that yeah. you kind of, like, are putting together, you're assembling this team as well for the X-Men. And some familiar faces, I think, would be a smart move. So, we taking away Hugh Jackman as Wolverine? It's going to be his well, last Wolverine show, or what? What do you think? Especially with the yellow know. outfit on. I think, I think he's. I think it's going to be the last one. So, the rumors are that Secret Wars. For those who aren't familiar, Secret War is much like um, Infinite Crisis for DC. It takes the multi multiverse of timelines, or multiverse or timelines. MCU is so freaking confusing with that right now, mm-hmm. and it puts them into one. And what's really great about that is. It makes it to where they've always existed. The the best case scenario is what happened with Miles Morales. Miles Morales was the second comic book after uh, Secret Wars. Boom! Miles Morales has always existed in the regular MC, uh, Marvel universe. Hmm. That's what's going to happen here. And what I've been hearing rumors are is we're going to have this kind of like quasi multiversal uh, Avengers team that will step up and help out in the uh, okay. Secret Wars alongside our regular Avengers, and it'll be led by Tobey Maguire Spider Man. 
mm-hmm. we're going to have like Storm on there. All these like, you know, we're going to have the thing from the old uh, Fantastic Four movie. Mm-hmm. All these, you know, defunct Marvel projects basically are going to be a streamlined into one group that sacrificed themselves at the end to defeat Kang and save the the universe and and have yeah. their universes merge into one. I think with Marvel, I think that's much needed right now. I think there's just too many characters out floating everywhere um, in yeah. the MCU. So it's a, let's just narrow it down. And here's your core characters again. You got you to gotta try yeah. to pull us back in like when you pulled us with the Avengers. So yeah, yeah. find a way. And Kevin Feige even said like he's wanting to use Secret Wars, which is what it was in the comic books too. He wants to use it as sort of a soft reboot so that if you really want to bring in an Iron Man, you can because now you have multiple Iron Man options all of a sudden and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And they're all in this one universe. And I think up for a lot of the like really casual uh, Marvel fans, the idea of this multiverse saga has been pretty confusing for them. Mm-hmm. When you just had the big purple guy had a fight at the end, like that was simple enough. So, yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be good for us to get back into one storyline. Then after that, maybe go Galactus, go something like Ooh. that. Something that we all know. I know he's yeah. kind of the big, he's like me. the big piece <laughs> on the chessboard we haven't been touching. And it's like, yeah. he's coming up. <laughs> yeah. I like Annihilation too. Annihilation where it's like another um, galaxy is invading our galaxy. It's a really good storyline. Mm-hmm. I think they should go mm-hmm. with that next personally, but nice. Dr. Doom something. Okay. Uh, we have a new Highlander movie on the way. This is going to be a reboot. And uh, what's cool is they're bringing in uh, Henry Cavill to be our main character. And mm-hmm. they're talking about like, this is going to be a new franchise. They want to do multiple Highlander movies. And I'm so happy for Henry Cavill because he got, let's be honest with it. He got the shaft on Superman yeah. and they changed him out on the Witcher, which is so baloney. So I'm happy that he's going in the new 40 K series. And now he's going to be in this. And have you watched the old Highlander movie or anything from Highlander before? No, not at all. Never Are you familiar with it? Never even heard of Highlander. <laughs> okay, you're too young. I see. I see yeah, what it is. I guess that's what it is. Back in the uh, 80s, because sure. I'm ancient, uh, Highlander is <laughs> this really cool story where, like, there's these immortal guys. Yeah, here's the quick premise: a few immortal like warriors. Um, uh, they hunt each other down, and every time you kill one, you get stronger. And so it's all about like hunting down and killing all the other like Highlander like guys, these immortals. And like there's the Spaniard who's played by Samuel or Samuel Jackson, Sean Connery, who is a dope badass. And so it's these medieval guys that are fighting throughout the ages. So it's modern day. So I was going to ask you, I did a little a bunch research. of dudes with swords. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is and there so time jumping into this or what is it's it? I, yeah. Not so much time jumping. It's through time. There is some time jumping. Now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Because. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, are they like a. Uh, jumping to defeat like certain warriors or are they just in oh you said immortal right so they're living forever okay okay Mm -hmm. okay but yeah i mean like it it gets to like basically highlander himself is very much like northern scottish he's like you know braveheart braveheart but modern day and having to like finish off every contender that comes to him trying to take his him out so they can become the strongest person and uh it's just so dope and it's very much like leaning in on the uk background of henry cavill unlike the other things where maybe they were trying to like oh you have to be an american now because you're a superman no this is him gonna be able to because he's from a show called tutors i don't know if you guys have ever seen tutors before but he is super british in that series yeah, and they're yeah. like oh, okay this is actually where he's from this is gonna be him <laughs> returning back to that i know scottish is in uk's little little bit of a different accent there but as the young american I'm like oh yeah same area you know yeah. <laughs> uh, shoot that's what I, I was watching somebody, uh, one of these Disneyland uh, P- 
people that do all the booking and stuff like that. And the UK people were like, oh, we want to be able to visit Disney World. And then we're going to drive over to Disneyland. Yeah. And then we're going to go up to New York. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, all of UK fits in California. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different country over here, folks. That's funny. But I promise you're going to be excited about that. It's a brand new fantasy series. And it okay. has the backing of some really good people. It's yeah, great. anything with Henry Cavill, to be honest. I'm in. Yes. So. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about Mr. Omni-Man, which we're only one Ooh, week away from Invincible returning. Daddy. Pretty dope. We have a release date for him joining MK1, and it's going to be November 6th. I'm assuming okay. you're playing this, correct? Oh, yeah. I've already met when the league came out with all these characters. I was like, oh, OK, you know what? I'll, I'm going to try to switch away from Raiden because I always main Raiden first and then uh, yeah, okay, whatever. Do. So I, <laughs> I do. Rep, I do Reptile. OK, I did Reptile this go around just to do something different. But I already knew, don't fall in love with someone because when the Omni Man <laughs> comes out, I'm spending yeah. all my time with him. And some of these fatalities are awesome. I don't know if you've seen any, but how they oh, referenced, I sure did. <laughs> yeah, how they reference the uh, whatever he's done in the in the series. Yeah. Especially that subway scene, just getting hit by people. Oh man. <laughs> I was like, man, I feel bad for the civilians. They didn't do shit. But Even uh, the, the, the angle when he's like punching down on somebody, which is yeah, what he did to his yeah. son in the final episode. Uh, I was like, man, the angle is gruesome. Turned your stomach yeah. a little bit. So good. Yeah. Oh man, turn my stomach and make me excited at the same time. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, uh, oh man. And then we got the actual voice actor on this too, right? I believe is what J. I heard. J.K. Simmons. J- yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jonah so, Jameson is oh, back. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely making him. It's hard because you have Homelander right there too, and I'm curious of how uh, you got to make him different, right? Because they seem very similar characters, right? And and coming out in the same patch of the same video game. So I'm curious to see what Homelander will become after Omni Man releases. I all I care about is just seeing those two fight, man. Homelander versus mm. Omni Man, it seems like I mean <laughs> like let's just throw Superman <laughs> in at some point. Like that yeah. just sounds so freaking cool. Because Superman has been made by this team. So that would be neat. Um with the injustice version of Superman. How cool would that be if he like shows up oh, yeah. like one of these? Oh yeah, dang. It could be a cameo. I mean, that's a new thing now yeah. with Mortal Kombat. So, um, yeah. So I, I mean, it's hard for me to pass this game up. I have not bought any of the fighting fighting games that came out this year, mm-hmm. but they are really making MK pretty hard to pass up. Oh yeah, that's a great game. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. The last bit of news before we get into some discussion stuff here. Fortnite is doing something huge. This was kind of hinted at. People have been like, "Hey, wait a minute. What is all this like old school stuff we're starting to see on the map?" They are bringing in Chapter One once again. So Fortnite chapter one starting this month on November 3rd. And it's literally the old map. It's the old weapons. It's the old game mode. Nice. Uh, but there are some changes that they made over the time where like, there's like no build mode, for example. Um, that map does not do well with no build mode because there's like wide open fields oh, yeah, <laughs> and not yeah. like in the new game where there's so much stuff to guide from. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be big. I think I'm actually going to be coming back to play this one because I haven't played Fortnite in a bit and I'm like, ooh, chapter one, those old guns are pretty badass. Better, better send me the invite then. Okay. okay. I know Daniel's talking massive shit when I'm playing Call of Duty with him uh, because he's like, oh, you just want to spend time playing Fortnite. Bitch, I haven't played Fortnite in a while, but... Well, so does most gamers. If you look at the numbers, most of them play Fortnite over Call of Duty. So <laughs> know your role. Uh, it's those licenses though, right? I mean, shit, I, I play in Call of Duty because of Spawn came out. So, yeah, you know, of course. with with literally Fortnite getting a license to freaking everything we can think of. Uh, yeah, that's that's what's pulling me in. So, yeah, like well, they I got Jack really Skellington love. from Nightmare Before Christmas. He's going to be yeah. a character there. And I'm like, hold on. How the fuck does Jack Skellington 
carry an AK, right? <laughs> just shooting at everybody. Like, what is this? I think this is like the first Disney character. I, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not a crazy in Fortnite, but I can't think of another Disney only. I'm not talking about Marvel or Star Wars, but oh, okay, yeah, because I'm like, oh, I know yeah. like the Mandalorian, all that's in there. Bubba yeah, Fett yeah, had. not that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I it's it's impressive. I tell you. Um, so one thing that is going to be a little bit tricky. Damn it, I have it. All, I, this is why I had like the notes. I have it. I lost it. Son of a bitch. I have it just here. Whatever. We'll skip it. But yeah, I can't wait to give, get back into this. Right now, I've also downloaded Overwatch again on everything because, of course, BlizzCon mode. But, I'm ready. Um, I've been playing Overwatch like crazy right now. Have you really been? Uh, who are you man. maining right now? Uh, great car. That's why. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that's my main on uh, when I'm healing for sure. But I do the all because, you know, I'm so versatile, right? In Overwatch. <laughs> But that's why I enjoy playing. I mean, I mean, I'm a super lover. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've been because I didn't realize until Daniel was telling me that our BlizzCon tickets came with the uh, game pass or uh, battle pass for it. So I've been just trying to go through, run through that because I'm almost got the uh, God. I'm thinking I'm forgetting names. Right, it's been so long since I really played. I have not touched Overwatch two since release. So yeah, it's because of my feelings towards it. So now we're in BlizzCon mode, and I had, I was playing with somebody recently, and it really got me back into it. Um. But the is it uh what's the record what's the gerbil's name? Starts with oh, wrecking ball or something like wrecking that? ball, wrecking ball. Yeah, so I'm almost at his Asmodan skin. So I was like, I have to get this right oh, now. So uh, he is, which is like, an annoying character point. to play against. Oh, <laughs> like he's, he is most there. definitely. Oh my gosh. But his skin for Asmodan is so sexy as hell, and I'm about to get yeah. that here shortly after this podcast. So <laughs> I need to jump in for the Halloween skins, Jeff forgot about that. And uh, yeah, I'm a yeah. big Arisa main, but they they really, in my opinion, nerfed Arissa quite a bit. Yeah, it's it's tough. And I do when they use did her that, often like, though, so she's not really? horrible. I use her often in certain maps, depending what the objective is. But uh, it's it was super different for sure. Like you can't just lay that shield down. Now you actively yeah. have to do this like blocking move that only lasts a couple seconds. So not nearly Changes. as fun. It's not her oh, cornerstone yeah. move. You know. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Um. All right. The last thing I want to make sure that we're going to discuss before we get into BlizzCon talk is the return of the Ultimate Universe. Do you remember reading any Ultimate Marvel comic books back in the day? From 2000 to 2015, they had the multiple, the ultra, the uh, this universe. Oh man, uh, uh, I'll, I'll say no. Um, okay, I'll have to like you have to give me something to see if I can even remember what I read back then. I don't well, most notably, yeah. Ultimate Spider-Man was kind of the biggie, right? A lot of people okay. were reading Ultimate okay. Spider-Man. Um, okay. And the idea of the Ultimate Universe was always to be con- this contemporary version of Marvel, something that was a lot more modern, where like, yeah, everybody had smartphones and um, the stories were a lot more relevant to today. And it was a good jumping in place for brand new fans. Yeah, they're basically like Rebirth, right? Because I know Ultimate it's Spider-Man like, was like almost a recapture yeah. of, I don't want to say the first comic book ever done, um, image-wise, the cover, but it was just him by himself swinging with the classic, right. almost classic uniform on, so... Were all right, these, but like, the world was modern, like in like kind of yeah. like when you're playing the video game. It's not that you're listening to J. Jonah Jameson in a newspaper. He's got a podcast, out, yeah, kind of thing like that. Yes, okay, okay. So the ultimate the ultimate universe is a side universe. It's the universe that runs parallel to the regular six one six. Matter of fact, I think it's called six one six zero. And um, eventually, with Secret Wars, it got merged in. That's why we got Miles Morales from the Ultimate Universe, and. Mm. Lucky for us, Marvel is bringing it back in 2024, starting actually this week is why I want to make sure to mention it now. And in the Ultimate Universe in comic book form. Okay, yeah, okay. on Wednesday we have the first Ultimate Universe coming out, mm. and it's got 
right on the cover right away. It's Thor teaming up with a new Iron Man, Doctor or uh, Doctor Doom. It's just like this entirely new team, and it's kind of a quasi Avengers. It's like they don't name themselves the Avengers yet. You're you're getting the whole universe together. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Along with that, we're getting the Ultimate Universe version of uh, Spider Man back, a new Ultimate Spider Man. Mm. In this one, he's married to Mary Jane, and he has two kids. Okay. Okay. So it's kind of like that. It reminds me of that. Uh, deal with the Peter kids. B. Parker. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And he's a little bit older. He's got a beard. Not a, like a old man beard, but a beard. Yeah. <laughs> We're also getting an ultimate version of Black Panther that's coming out in 2024. And this version of Black Panther is basically at war with Moon Knight and his gods. Oh, so, that sounds actually yes. pretty neat. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think about that. But I'm like, oh, that's tight. But they're they're basically fighting over control of the protector of Africa. And the Moon Knight side is it's the gods doing it and they're assholes. <laughs> like, like was his okay. name? Kenshu and the other one? They're jerks. So it's it's definitely okay. rooting for Black Panther and uh, it looks so cool. And it's much more like, again, all their suits are much more modernized, right? So when you see Peter Parker, it's a lot more of a haircut you'd expect from today. Kind of a, you know, I don't know, more modern yeah. haircut. Yeah. Black Panther, his suit actually looks chunkier, like it's actually got metallic stuff attached to it. Mm. Not just something that's, you know, a latex or something. Yeah. Yes. And even like the Iron Man suit, the Iron Man suit actually got some chrome on it. It actually looks like it's more real. Mm. Um, and then we have a new X-Men coming out too, but that's going to be the last one that's releasing of the new, new storyline. Okay. Uh, what would you want to see like more modernized version of Peter Parker? I think we get a lot of it with the games. It helps a lot. <laughs> Give me that babe MJ back. You know what I'm saying? I don't want grandma sweater MJ from this series, <laughs> the video game series. But no, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, so in the Spider-Man universe, a modernized yeah, version? we'll go with that one because that's kind of the one okay. that's making the splash. Okay, finding out that he's because there was the one more day storyline that they came out with a while back where he had to make a deal with Mephisto to save uh, Aunt May, and in doing so, uh, Mephisto wanted his marriage. And boy, people hated that. And it's just a stupid storyline, honestly. Yeah. So this is our chance to see them married again. You know. Uh, so something totally different now. So are we talking like the facts that maybe like? We don't have a backstory of Uncle Ben dying. It would, yeah, maybe something like that. Maybe we get a backstory yeah. of Uncle Ben dying. Maybe it's something that's a little bit more modern. You know, maybe he yeah. died in, uh, you know, something that makes sense. I think, I mean, because being just a, like a huge Venom fan, I think I would like to see a different take on Venom, right? We've gotten, yeah. we now, when the Spider-Man series came back, obviously it was this whole like, uh, you know, Daily Bugle, whatever the Eddie Brock worked for type, you know, fight, whatever. But let's see something like Eddie is somehow embrace of this the symbiote that came from space or whatever, and just a different take on that would be kind of neat. Maybe, uh, maybe instead of being like an actual physical photo taker for a, a you know a paid newspaper, maybe yeah. he's an influencer like that. Not an influencer necessarily by the, by that standards, but where he sells his pictures like we do with the paparazzi. Maybe he's more of a paparazzi kind of guy. Yeah, and yeah. so because we see with these paparazzi folk that they live kind of a tough life. They're like camping outside of Britney's house for you know yeah. <laughs> a couple of days yeah. and so it wears them down like if we see him struggle that way it would be interesting and yeah. it's a lot more of a grittier character or maybe someone that already has it all that doesn't have no struggle right but okay. always has yeah. this desire for more maybe you know Eddie Brock yeah. has always been this massive like weightlifting guy back in the old uh, Amazing Spider-Man mm-hmm. um, so I wonder if he was just like Okay, so wonder if he was like this weightlifter still and wanted just power, but through brute strength. But then he doesn't have anything to get to the next level until he meets a symbiote, and now he's crushing buildings and stuff. You know, and wonder if he yeah. embraces that, like he embraces it, but 
like consciously, like if he was like the next Hulk in a way. I think oh, that'd be pretty cool. neat. Yeah, I think I would like to see that. Yeah, that'd be pretty neat. Yeah, I would like neat. to see um, Doc Ock. I want to see more of a prosthetic storyline with him. Like he was trying Ooh. to make prosthetics for people. And it's all because we kind of get that again with the video game. Yeah, yeah. Modernized. But like, oh, it's such a good idea. And like, oh, look, it's actually moving with you. Something that prosthetics nowadays can't do. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, he ends up creating, you know, his arms that take over his mind, essentially. wonder if he gets so like hooked on it that he's trying to make this. Um, I kind of honestly like overwatching cyberpunk. Like wonder if he thinks the prosthetics are just more advanced and and, uh, you know, a better world. Like, right. If there was world, more yeah. of it that he's enhancing people on the side. So he becomes like a the cyberpunk. Uh, what do you call those? Like just the doctors in them. Maybe they're just called doctors in cyberpunk. 2077 yeah, I think so. like uh, slicers um, maybe i don't know yeah nah, something like that but what if he becomes that that'd be badass i feel like and then that eventually cool, he's yeah. fully prosthetic where he doesn't have much of any human in him besides his conscience baby that's the thing that'd too about, about the ultimate universe is it's all supposed to be like modern but still realistic and, and fitting in and mm-hmm. so with this idea that like yeah we could just make people pro- like the prosthetics thing makes so much sense for today and i think when you read old school spider-man you're like it doesn't make much. It's like, oh, it helps me with construction sites. I can lift things heavier. It's like, that's true, but yeah. it's not as realistic to something we need. We don't true. need things. We have things better than that. Like, I don't know. It would be interesting. Maybe he's working with like Boston Dynamics to make a new robot mm-hmm. or something like that. It would mm-hmm. be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, the Ultimate Universe, I think, is a lot of fun. And again, it's a, the new take. If you guys, this Wednesday, head to your local comic book shop. You can pick up Ultimate Universe number one. It's got, yeah, it's got Captain America, Thor, Doctor Doom, which that alone is cool, and Iron Man, um, and I think that's Civ all teaming up together to face uh, to face some new threats, and it's just pretty neat. And are these uh like Thor and Captain America? Are these the Thor and the Steve yes. Rogers? Okay, okay. It is it is the Thor, but the the trick is it's the Thor, but it's um a more modern like yeah, you know yeah. twenty twenty three version of Thor is the key. Yeah, I like that. I like that because it's Even still bringing like it, it's quote like his i don't know homage to just a modern take i like that yeah a lot of times people will take it as like oh it's grittier that's just because it's more modern but if you look at the cover mm-hmm. for the ultimate universe you'll see that thor outfit it's the thor we recognize from yeah. from the ultimate universe yeah where it's it's a lot more like battle suity and mm-hmm. the, the captain america that you see on the cover it's like oh, okay yeah he's been through wars <laughs> you know yeah. which makes sense yeah. and yeah. so like that and then like the captain america is like okay that's a guy who's making not just a hot rod, but in a suit that was going to survive fighting and stuff like that. Right? All right, let's move on to our BlizzCon talk. Squeaks, we're going to BlizzCon, obviously, uh, and we're super excited for it. Uh, what I want to know is what announcements are you hoping for? I think for myself, I want a new WoW expansion, and I want to hear that they learned a lot of things from Dragonflight, which I think is, or Dragon Isles, which I think is Dragonflight, which is mm-hmm. one of the best expansions they've ever done. Yeah. And I want to hear, like, we're going to keep the flying. We're going to keep the progression. We're going to keep this and that and moving forward. Because sometimes when the new, a new expansion is announced, they go into, like, repair mode. And we don't yeah. need to do that on this one. Yeah. I just want to hear, like, hey, we're going to be pirates now. But, you know, you're still going to keep all this cool stuff that you like. Yeah, I think that's perfect, right? To learn from something that's already was perfect um, and got a lot of people back in. Like, you got me into Dragonflight and I had a really good time with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, what I would want to see is a recovery. I know you said don't talk about recoveries, whatever. Or you mentioned recoveries. But, hey, we fucked up Overwatch, so let's fix it. And Overwatch is 
currently my favorite Blizzard game right now. Uh, it's yeah. been probably for the longest time. Well, maybe when it actually first came out before World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. uh, before that was, um, is that, okay, you have the story, you brought the story out. Yeah, we had to pay for it. What can I did finally? Uh, <laughs> so those missions. And so build that universe, right? And that's kind of what we wanted. So if you have to come out with um, with more of those, I guess, you, you know, I don't really want to keep paying for three missions, $15 for three missions, right? Um, yeah. That sucks, That's but I high. get it though because then now they made Overwatch two a free game. So is it now? Who knows? I don't know. Um, but uh, to still develop that because that's what was promised to us a while ago. All right. Um. Other than that, my uh, my Overwatch dream announcement honestly is because as a primarily a tank, I'll heal often too. I rarely get the DPS. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> primarily as a tank. If they want to make me happy, like there's so many things they could do, but one of them is say, hey, we're going to bring out multiple game modes. One of them is the old school two tank system. Oh, okay. okay. That is so needed. Roadhog is a garbage character if he's your only tank, but yeah. he's really fun if he's your off tank and he's next to a beefy Orisa or a beefy Reinhardt. Right, right. And so I would like to see that come back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think jump it out. But anyway, like basically a repair for Overwatch is what I want to see. I want to see something mm-hmm. that's like, okay, we learned that we messed this up and let's this is what we're gonna give you. Um so uh and uh, hopefully it's not gets too convoluted. Uh, a little bit of the shop is a little like that. To me, there's so many yeah. sections, you're like, okay, what am I buying here? What's this or what's this? Um, so it almost seems like skins are just now everywhere instead of because it is a free game now, so it does feel, give the, that vibe for sure. Instead of like, oh, it's Halloween time, it's Christmas time, you know, this is... You're you know, so right. It keeps it so much cleaner when it was that way, so... I used it, to enjoy, like, seeing what the new Halloween skins are going to be. Oh, yeah, But now it just sure. feels like it's so shop-oriented that oh, it's like, yeah. man, this is just bogging the game down. The definitely, definitely a Fortnite feel when it comes to the shop yeah. now. Uh, but anyway, besides uh, the repair for Overwatch... Uh, uh, definitely, I put my uh, WoW subscription on a hold. But if you, you know, like, you know, I'm, I, I mean, I'm drop off a dime. I'm ready to get back into that as well. Me and Daniel um, are playing classic right now. We're playing. Uh, we're see, I can't go back there. I can't right. go back there. So, yeah. I know he's he's talking. We're not going to bust out the old Volgrim days. Oh man, R.I.P. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, if it's definitely an, an enhancement from Dragonflight, that's amazing because Dragonflight was awesome, right? Yeah. I think. What do we? What do you have your hopes for the most? What's your dream announcement? So with, with World of Warcraft, I, I, I threw out the pirate thing, but I kind of want that because I think with Shadowlands, it was real high concept, right? Oh, we're going to be dealing with death. We're just, we're warriors, we're hunters. Like, let's just have fun with okay. in Azeroth. Yeah, yeah. Um, even before that, with like the battle for Azeroth, it, you know, it was kind of like, oh, we're going to discover new worlds. And then everything's going to be focused on these new worlds. And then we have this Azerite system, like literally the earth is bleeding essentially. And we hate those. Were, it, it was all too much. In yeah, Dragonflight, okay. it's real simple. Like, oh, it's dragons. And we yeah, found yeah. where the dragons come from. It's simple. So if it's the pirate expansion, you know, or something like that, something equivalent to that, maybe it's the dwarf expansion where it's like, oh, it's all about dwarves. And we learn about these different mining. Dwar- like, bring back the fantasy of the game. Bring back yeah. the old school storytelling, Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Because we don't need to deal with the balances of life and death or these gods that we'll never see and stuff like that. Like, I like to keep it grounded. I want to see something where we have to fight an actual threat, like a giant dragon flying around. Yeah. And or like some pirate king that's out there that says he's going to take over uh, all of Azeroth. Like, yeah, that yeah. sounds dope. Let's go fight him. You know, you Play keep referencing the yeah, planet where he's out. I think would be huge. Okay. You keep referencing the pirate thing. What what's given you to believe that? 
because I know I feel like you've talked about this even before, prior to this. Well, there's a, there's so much there's so many different pirate things uh, referenced in World of Warcraft, but not yeah. a dedicated expansion yet. I know Battle for Azeroth. There was there's even more of it, so they kind of like, oh, that's it. But mm-hmm. there's I'm a Blood Cell Admiral, my warrior, stuff like that. Like there's all kinds of things like that. Um, in the game, I mean, there's a mountain of lore for World of Warcraft, right? But in the game, there's also a lot of books. And lately, mm-hmm. they've been hinting at this. Um, I think his name was Squall. He went off on the west side of the map, which, by the way, is the side of the map we haven't explored at all. Mm-hmm. Um, he went off to the west side of the map, and his ideas of like this is like, super misty over there, which we saw with Mister Pandaria. Mm-hmm. And so maybe he comes back with like a way to sail through the squalls, and uh, and yeah, unlocks an entirely new area. It could be all pirate themed. It could be all treasure themed. It could be all like basically make it one piece. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's yeah. what I want. That's dope. And. And we always want player housing. It's something that World of Warcraft has been promising that they're working on, but it, it's very hard for them to do. And they said it's going to be a multiple expansion project. The way, in my opinion, you start that is give us a ship. Let us totally mm-hmm. customize a ship in every situation. It, could you imagine if you're in a dungeon and like things that are dropping are not just gear, but also, oh, I got a new pattern for a chair for my. I mean, dope shit. It'd be, yeah, it'd be a little fun. Like it was, I mean, probably an enhancement to the garrisons that were being built because. That was like, oh, cool! I got a new, new, yeah. uh, new little spot now. Construction going so up, limited. right? So, yeah, the garrisons were yeah. super limited. I actually want like movable stuff, and I think a For ship sure. is the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, we're gonna load that separately. You know, it, it's something that could like load away from the game, so mm-hmm. that you can really like move things around freely. And nowadays, when an MMO comes up, player housing is guaranteed. All of them have it now. So what do you think of how your movements of this ship would be? Right, like you're not gonna sail across the sea or whatever, but would you want that to be a thing instead of just uh, like a load screen to the next area? You would have to have ship battles. There would have to be a way okay. to have ship battles. Okay. And you're okay. upgrading your ship's guns. You're upgrading your ship's defenses. Yeah. And you can go on these, like maybe there's side missions where you do like, you raid fortresses, you raid other ships. Like that would be incredible. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was talking about a whole different game right now. So I want to see a thief. Give me some sea of thieves up in there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What's the, then maybe you could educate me on this one too. What's this whole Warcraft Rumble thing? Um, that's I feel a like new I'm getting app. this. Yeah, okay, that's a new app. app that's coming out that's, you know, Warcraft themed like Hearthstone was. Uh, I think okay. it's kind of Clash of Clansy. So um, mm, okay. it's launching actually while we're at BlizzCon. So I'm sure they're going to be doing a lot of talk about it. I know they have yeah. a segment at the end of day one dedicated to it. Okay. So we'll probably play, get our hands on that, um, like we experienced with Diablo Immortals back then. But, yeah, uh, we're gonna get it. Well, it's yeah. gonna be actually launching, launching. So it'll be actually oh, launching, launching that day. Okay. But because we're at BlizzCon, I have a feeling we're gonna get like a bunch of unlocks for it too. So that'd be cool. That'd be sweet. Yeah. So my so when I read Rumble, right, I think of like a Brawlhalla type thing. So I didn't mm-hmm. think of like a Clash of Clans, Clans thing. So that would be kind of a bummer to me if it was yeah. Clash of Clans feel. I'd much rather have like Brawlhalla where I'm playing as. I don't know, Thrall versus, you know, fucking Tracer or something, right? And we're just like, on, on this little like Smash Bros fighting. thing, yeah. yeah, right? So that'd be cool. <laughs> um, I think if anything, though, from BlizzCon, what's needed is um, is a, I don't know, something to revive Diablo, maybe? But I don't want to feel like, a, I, mean, I, I know we talk and I know we kind of feel the same way with Diablo 4. And I try to play more Diablo 4 because I really just do enjoy Diablo, especially when Diablo 3 was and Diablo there. Diablo 4, I think, was a well-made game, in my opinion, yeah. For sure. And I have no problem with it, but it just it didn't suck me in, like, 3. And I think yeah. changing the map and how it was just, like, one thing didn't really, like, scenery never changed for me that much. I mean, yeah, you got a forest, and yeah, you got the sand, but it wasn't, like, 
very long in those areas. I didn't really have to spend too much time there. Um, What, I mean, I know I'm putting you on the spot in this one. What in Diablo can, do you feel can be released for it? Double four. And uh, I don't know, like to pull you back in. I think we need to have a clear progression system that's not tied to seasons. And keep the seasonal thing for sure, but we all paid good money for that game. We don't need seasons like we do in Fortnite or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, or Overwatch to be more accurate for this. Yeah. Um, let's have a non-seasonal progression system where people have something to grind out and carry through in the future. I know that seasonal stuff is actually more Diablo than it is anything else. They've done it a lot in the past uh, with new characters and stuff like that. But I also want to be able to show my progress in the game in a, in a really cool way. And I think that'd yeah. be neat. And then show a dedicated release path they've done it with world of warcraft recently and it's been wildly successful they're like mm-hmm. hey on this day this expansion or this not expansion but this patch is coming out and it's going to unlock a new territory and new this and new that yeah, that'd be it's dope. Yeah. if they came out and say like hey we're going to be coming out with these patches that will release new territory and you know what on this day we're getting a new class coming out you get to play as the whatever monk or whatever that is how you get people okay. talking diablo again so now, do you feel that uh, Blizzard needs to kind of turn all their games into a way like World of Warcraft, where it's more expansion, but the same game? So you're saying like Diablo, if you're going to come out with expansions, why have a Diablo 5? I'd have Diablo 6. Right. Overwatch is kind of doing that way, too. Now it's weird because it's called Overwatch 2, but mm-hmm. technically it's just Overwatch. So do you feel like maybe that is a trend that they might not be trying to do, but they are going to do in a way. So it's, it's funny because it's an old school trend, right? If you think of like the Elder Scrolls games always had expansions to them and stuff like that. Fallout games mm-hmm, had expansions mm-hmm. to them. Um, we talked about this on the podcast <clears throat> after IGN wrote a whole article about this, but they're doing what's called half sequels and expansions more now because a AAA title now takes about 10 years to make. So Spider-Man 1 came yeah. out and then they came out with Miles Morales using the exact same graphics, exact same everything but they Almost just changed the story yeah. changed right but i mean like the the bones of the game the skeleton for spider-man he moved a little bit differently but it was still the same yeah yeah but that was considered a half sequel and it's basically like we're gonna put this out while the main team is still working on spider-man 2 and so i think expansions are coming back and a diablo like legit expansion like they did with diablo 3 would be really smart and i think okay. overwatch making it clear that hey we're we're adding in like substantially new stuff for your money would be really yeah. nice. Yeah. Then I don't mind if you're going to add good stuff. Then I don't mind spending money on it. But when it feels like you're just wasting everybody's time, it's upsetting. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. What about new IP? We're going to get one, or is it basically going to be the I tell you Warcraft what, I, uh, Rumble? We do have a new IP on the way. I think the most important thing. So we have a new IP coming up. It's a survival game. Uh, they they hinted at it at the last BlizzCon. It would be game. nice to actually see some gameplay from this, so we know because Blizzard's known for their polish. Let's see what a polished survival game looks like. I think that would be pretty mm, interesting. What would that? Oh man, new. That's a whole new thing, huh? Are they going to bleed into other characters that they created before? Kind of like a Heroes of the Storm it's and like a, a completely new story, okay. completely new IP, all the way through. We've only gotten some concept art for it, so let's see actual some progress mm. on this and see. Oh yeah, wow. okay. Yeah. So survival. Are we talking like arc style. Are we talking. What do you think? Close to. It sounds like it's arc style, and it sounds like there's like these doorway portals that lead to other worlds. Mm. If I remember correctly, yeah. And Man, so it, it could be something like if they announce something like that, could you imagine how much that's going to take over BlizzCon? Right, yeah. like, like when Overwatch was announced, I remember I was there when Overwatch was announced. Mm. It was like, what is this? Holy yeah. cow, it's yeah. not World of Warcraft. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Oh, shoot. Uh, hopes of this, right? Because it's been so long. 
Starcraft yes. 3. Teaser? Anything? If they if they just put up in Times New Roman on a black background with white font, Starcraft 3, I mean, the room will lose their shit. 2011 yeah. is the last time Starcraft came out. It's ah, so it's, crazy. I mean, talk about a pillar of Blizzard. It's one of the three main games that keeps those doors open. Yeah. And the esports scene is still huge for that. South Korea, basically, yeah. part of their economy is, is StarCraft. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. But even if it's not a StarCraft 3, let me get into that role a little more, even into like a first person like an Overwatch. Like, let me fight some Zergs as, as a, a Space Marine, you know? Like, right? Is that what they're called? Uh, I know they're thinking Warhammer. Oh, no, okay. that's, that's Warhammer. That's Warhammer. Actually, yeah. you're right. You're what, whatever, you know? Um, but damn, like, give me something more in that universe. Uh, It'll be. I, even if they, I mean, I mean, this would be such a wish list move, but like Nova, we had the leaked Nova stuff from the, oh, the attempted yeah, first person yeah. shooter. If they say like, hey, we're going to just remaster our, uh, our old files, uh, it won't look great, <laughs> but it'll be just, you know, a new way to get in there where you're actually like shooting Zergs from third uh, person. So hot. Yeah. Dope. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But a full on new StarCraft would be outstanding. And in a, they, they kind of started doing it towards the tail end of StarCraft 2's lifespan, which is still technically active, but, you know, um, you know, hey, if you guys like those battle passes, let us get skins for the different armies. Like, mm-hmm. how easy would that be for a Halloween theme? And all of a sudden, you got like pumpkin and like skeleton uh, zerglings instead of regular zerglings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a no brainer. You could sell it. We know money drives everything. That's an easy one. Um, I think that would be really good. The other thing, too, is let's let's talk about what Xbox's impact is going to be on the company. Man, I feel like that's going to be huge during those opening. Uh, I mean, that's the elephant in the, front, in the room, right? Like, That's exactly right, right? So, if they don't mention it, people are going to be having asked questions. So you might yeah, as well right. It. it has to be talked about. So um, I'm curious to see of, not so much of what Xbox and Blizzard can bring to us as customers, but what the future of Blizzard looks like. I've said it yeah. before where um, Blizzard to me was just, was this, I don't know, just such an icon. And even seeing just the the logo of Blizzard on any game I've launched before was, it just yeah. felt this this presence was amazing now over the years with this activision thing and now this xbox thing it's a little diluted to me now that gets mm-hmm. not fully there anymore it feels like it's just uh we're just dragging blizzard around type of thing when this when blizzard was this insane establishment before so yeah. make me not feel that way anymore um that's what i would like to see with the xbox and like i said i'm not i don't need to be fed with a bunch of fucking shit like coming to you thing which will be great obviously right if we're paying for game pass and it's paid for my wild expansion at the same time uh, i want that so right? bad yeah <laughs> yeah so then i'm like shit now i'm back to buying the pc game pass now because i yeah. do have the console one just not the pc mm-hmm. one anymore um so i'm back to that but i want to know as the future of the company itself not just things that they can give me and that's more on my business side i guess you could say coming out where it's like i want to know what blizzard will look like in the next five years with xbox yeah, because if we look at what they... So I think with Rare, they've done a really good job of keeping Rare See, I like don't Rare. think so. I don't, don't think what, so. What don't you think about that? Because Why the only not? thing that really brought up Rare was fucking um, sea, uh, of sea of Thieves. Banjo-Kazooie, I felt like, was has been ruined. Like, that doesn't feel the same. Oh, well, I've when I played Banjo-Kazooie recently on Game Pass, it's the very yeah. first, like, 64 one. I don't feel yeah. like they've done shit with Rare besides Sea of Thieves. It could be wrong. You have Perfect Dart, right? Let me get some of that. You're right. Yeah, well, Perfect Dark's in the works. They're developing it right now. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So many years later, well, of course. You know? Right, right. My thing, okay, so my when I look at Rare and I look at what Blizzard does, mm-hmm. um, Sea of Thieves is very much the same model-esque of, of if you look at like 
Overwatch or even World of Warcraft. This yeah. continuous game and stuff like that. And you look at what they let uh, Sea of Thieves do, combined with other like we brought in Pirates of the Caribbean, we brought in you know actual yeah. other IPs, and they didn't feel like they were saturated or selling out to it. They were like, oh no, over or Pirates of the Caribbean is just part of this world for a little bit. That's super cool. Yeah. And I think they were like allowed to put out really good quality content and not ask for a lot more money, if any. And if World of Warcraft, I'm sorry, if if Microsoft is like, look, we know that World of Warcraft is can be this core game that just keeps people around us and we don't need to like just milk it for cash. That feels good. Yeah. And like even for Overwatch, like they're not worried about Overwatch to bring in the shooter fans. They have both Halo and now Call of Duty. Yeah, they don't need yeah. to be the FPS bros with that. So yeah. instead, just make it this like stalwart game that people come around Microsoft for. Yeah. And I think that would be if they kind of show that Blizzard can be that, which is what Blizzard was about in the beginning. Like, we're not going to try to milk you for everything. We're just going to polish the hell out of games and make yeah. communities. And if Microsoft recognizes that and embraces that as part of their community now. Oh, my God, I'd be happy. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like it's the Blizzard now has almost um, unlimited resources, right? I mean, with Xboxes, how they're giant money, yeah. money, you know, right? The whatever they have now, mm-hmm. I feel like they can go to the next step. Now it's like, why not bring this uh, the uh, ghost first person alive? You know, yeah. you because uh, why not team up with whatever the Blizzard's original team, Vision, whatever was for that game, team up with Halo, right? Yeah. I that mean, you got you smart. got the what was it? The flood, right? Can be very similar to the Zerg. Mix yeah. the ideas together, you know. They brought back Dave Metzen, which is the original voice for Thrall, and he is one of the original voices that put together World of Warcraft. Yeah. He recently came back onto the onto the studios to help out. I think it was like a year ago, maybe. So, what's he working on? What's he up to over there? Mm, you know, yeah. let's hear what's going on. Um, do we want to see a version of World of Warcraft that's console friendly? What does that unlock for the Xbox? You know, mm, stuff like that yeah. would be it's like, why not try it? I mean, shit, back in the N64 days, I don't know if you've ever played it this way, but I sure did. Starcraft was on the N64. And yeah, damn. it was it was fun. It was a blast. It definitely wasn't as hardcore as yeah. the PC version, but it was it was fun. And I think that's I mean, nowadays you could even I mean, it might be who knows how it'll be like on a controller or whatnot. Maybe it's required of an elite controller, right? Added a couple buttons to it. So that might be a thing you have to buy for if you're playing World of Warcraft on the Xbox. But you can plug in a keyboard and a mouse, right? Into the Xbox. You can. And just like with Overwatch, like you could turn on playing with other console players or playing with PC players. Because if you play with a PC player, I don't think you have a chance. But if you play with other console players, it makes it much more of like a... Could you imagine if instead of a swing timer, you actually press swing for a mm-hmm. warrior or mm-hmm. that would be that would make it feel more rpg but you have all of azeroth to explore now yeah like yeah. if you can make a classic rpg feel like you know if you take like a bethesda style rpg put it in azeroth all you yeah. have to do is basically take the classes you already have now and just kind of make it feel more console friendly i think that would be yeah. a really big slam dunk hopefully though if we're not doing like world of warcraft we're um you know doing the consoles team up uh that it doesn't take yeah. away from like what the potential can be though when someone's playing on a computer um I think keeping like them separate. I think they've done a really good job with Overwatch with that keeping them separate, so that they're like, "Look, I don't want to smoke these kids that are on their Xboxes all day." <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I am able to play Overwatch with Xbox players. Though, you know what I'm saying? So I'm wondering, like, yeah. if world yeah. load times lagging, or you know, maybe messing up a little bit, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. And cloud gaming's effect on on Blizzard will be interesting too, because now we have that access. So yeah. 
So thoughts on know. Phil Spencer being at BlizzCon? I think he has to be. He was just uh, at it, Blizzard recently. Yeah, uh, they were doing a little and whatnot, party so. for the employee side of things. Yeah. How do you not? Sh- how do you not show up with this? You know, like uh. I said, elephant in the room. Uh, uh, you know, like the first BlizzCon in how many years? You're trying to make it the massive, yeah. massive. Phil Spencer shows up and talks about Xbox and Blizzard. If I'm being honest, like I hate to be this shill, but I've always been an Xbox boy. I even have a PS5, mm-hmm. and and I'm still an Xbox fan. Yeah, I like Phil Spencer an awful lot. If I'm being yeah. honest, so I'm going to have to bring executive. We're packing so. extra underwear for you if he's showing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Let me talk to Phil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I well, would I be so, right? very excited to see him. Yeah. Who else to talk about? The future of Xbox with Blizzard and Phil Spencer, right? We got to get yeah, Xbox Spencer, side. Major Nelson maybe Blizzard would be big up there. You know? But yeah. But if you had up on stage Phil Spencer and David Metzen talking about the future of like... Fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> and if we could get those damn media passes to go through, which on the 31st, we might be hearing from that. Oh, uh, shit, okay. right there in front row. So yeah, be damn. Dope. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, because that would really... Uh, like I was saying, my like my skeptic skeptical of, of me being with the uh, future of blizzard and whatnot because of mm-hmm. all this will and dealing that's been going on the past couple of years. If I could see yeah. them too on stage saying like, Hey, we're essentially a team. The uh, future looks bright. We're ready to work together. I think that would skyrocket for me. That would be like, that's what I want to yeah. hear. If I yeah. hear from Phil Spencer that we want to keep blizzard blizzard, like mm-hmm. that saying right there would make me just so happy because yeah. Bobby Connick showed up to BlizzCon a couple of years back and was like, oh, hey, we're going to give away you guys, give away a uh, Call of Duty to all you guys. That <sighs> motherfucker got booed off yeah. out of Anaheim. People Damn. hated seeing him. But yeah. if Phil Spencer's like, we're not going to make you guys, you know, uh, just a cash flow thing for Activision. That's not what you yeah. are anymore. Yeah. You are Blizzard. God, that would make me so and I freaking think happy. He's good at speaking in those terms of like, you he know, is. this, this he's a bright future. Yeah. yeah, bright future. And, um, uh, you know, not like, the what you're saying we're going to give away free things like the call of duty episode I don't, yeah i don't care about that. the warm fuzzies that's yeah. what i want yeah well yeah yeah i mean nothing nothing beats that and that's what mm-hmm. the community that you know we all spent 300 a ticket to get in that place we are God. fans so yeah. 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 by the way say next year we're going to bring blizzcom tickets back down to 200 please that'd be, yeah. nice. <laughs> that'd be a good start <laughs> uh shit uh, we're the such fans the media that it didn't give a shit it, we didn't even look at we didn't even, uh, at least for oh, me yeah. because oh, yeah, of this good wonderful experience i had at the last one uh dude i don't care about the price just made i just made sure that i was able to click to make sure like i was able to check out so. there's nothing else that can go up a hundred bucks but yeah all of us yeah. were like yeah okay so I mean, we're like, there right? it was almost an afterthought i was like oh wait this is a hundred dollars more than normal okay whatever it's blizzcon like yeah, yeah I, know. Oh, I didn't even notice that huh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. shout out to thomas who got my ticket and i was like I totally forgot to pay him. So like, okay. oh, I'll have you, so I got to pay him more of that. He's probably letting um, you know each day. Yeah, yeah about that too, though. <laughs> he probably, he's like, that fucking freak when I see him. Yeah. Um, so, and it's Thomas's first BlizzCon. He, he says, he's not, he's like, oh, I played Diablo. So I'm like, get on some Overwatch with me. Let me show you what uh, Overwatch yeah. is all about. I think that's Damn. a good fit for him. Uh, I'm so excited for Worlds. I'm catching up on the group stages right now and uh, waiting you? for okay. the USA to get going. Portugal not in. Fucking, we need to be in that Portugal team, bro. Like, I, for me, honest, we're better than the Portugal team. When exactly. you and me play together, honestly, we lock it down pretty good. Oh my gosh, yeah! It's, it's send us those invites, Portugal. Come on, there yeah, you are. Not, to not even make it to the worlds, fucking a. That's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, as for the media pass, is just a heads up on that. So, okay. the media pass submission deadline is today, and it sounds mm-hmm. like some people, like if we're not IGN, essentially, 
um they find out like right beforehand which is unfortunate because then you know we get free tickets so what do we do with the ones we had paid for stuff like that mm-hmm. we'll figure it out but yeah um i'm not saying we have media passes yet but obviously blizzcon is the nut we've always wanted to crack like yeah. I, I appreciated e3 but you're not my blizzcon you, you kind <laughs> of felt us like, too so <laughs> yeah e3 is a hot mess yeah um and then next year or next month we're going we have la comic-con ideally going to that too so yeah. looking forward to that as well. But yeah, oh, it's all BlizzCon all the time right now. Um, so we may potentially hear something about that tomorrow. Potentially, yeah. Fingers crossed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If not, it is what it is. I know that there's a lot of people vying for it. And, you know, the, this is the tightest, tightest convention possibly to get into yeah. as a media. But still, I mean, yeah. we're definitely overqualified oh in my opinion. Look at even numbers. if, you know, even if I take the hit on the $300 with the last one, don't sell it. Uh, you know, I still want to sit up in front. So I think that'd yeah. be like, oh, what are you talking about? Media Pass. I won't even tell Sarah about it. <laughs> so. I just I, honestly, I hate to be so vain, but all I want is that little media pass I can put around my neck because I <laughs> yeah. I worked hard for it. Let you know people like, know you're better than that. Yeah, I know you have for sure. So it's like, but yeah, like in like 2017, this, when I was yeah. there, and I saw like they had those open, open spots for the media in the front. I'm like, I, we should start something. I mentioned that to Derek at the time. Yeah. We should start something and like someday get to here and like to be this far in the future but like get the media passes like yeah fucking a man we locked it yeah. down it took everything not to sound corny but i would like to i would be happy for you most out of everyone to have you <laughs> sit up in front so yeah but I, yeah. I agree with you <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh we'll see Chill. all right guys so yeah over the next week you're gonna be getting extra episodes of geek freaks but they're all gonna be blizzcon oriented uh after that we'll get back to the marvel and whatnot that we always talk about um, but make sure you hang out with us. We're going to be uh, posting everything on TikTok, Instagram, and all those fun places. So come join us over there. Mm. All right, guys, that's it for us this week, and we'll see you around. Bye.